small town scuttlebots. I thought I was all ready to do the show. <laughs> you just took your hat off and a pencil fell out. <laughs> Two hats. Two hats? Yeah, my winter oh, hat and my visor okay. hat, my old Volkswagen hat. Gotcha. Trucker hat. All right, so what's going on with your taped up wrist thumb area Wait, here? Wait, hold on. Why is my check, 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 check one, two? I'm sorry, my... Uh, Are we restarting the show for the second week in a row? <laughs> no, no, we're just going to keep going. Just keep going. So we're, we got a three-track uh, recording, but only mm -hmm. two tracks are taking. But the voice, we just checked. It sounds good. Yeah. Scuttlebutts, can you hear me? We're check good. one, two. Check, check, check. <laughs> uh, worst thing to do is sit in a sound check before a concert. Truck, truck, truck. Chuck, 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 yes, chuck. and they just like play the same guitar chords <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> it's always the bass guitar. Mm -hmm. There's one time I was at a uh, a bar in St. Louis, Missouri, with my buddy who mm -hmm. lives there. We went out to uh, oh, see a show. Like there's a what was it? A uh, Kings of Leon cover. Band. Oh. And oh wait, hold on. It's like 10 years Kings ago. of Leon was popular enough to generate a cover band. At first, I thought you were just going to say you were seeing Kings of Leon. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, no a cover band. And oh my god. Also, isn't it funny that you're covering a band that's actually like in the process of emerging? Like, right, yes, that's what I mean. What they're doing? <laughs> like, it's just if you were a Doors cover band, hey, cool, because yeah. you can't make the music anymore. Right. Led Zeppelin cover band, yeah. which actually is Kings of Leon. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but. uh Anyway, I remember being at the at the bar at a table, and they were doing the sound check, and it was like you know nine thirty. Like you should be playing now, right? Yeah. And from nine to nine thirty, check, 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 and the bar is one of those moments where it 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 worked out where like the heavens were like Rick needs to do the good work, mm -hmm. so we will bring the volume down at all at once randomly. As the volume of the bar just sort of came down for a second, I don't know why, but I just blurted, why don't you play a fucking song? <laughs> the place erupted. And I was so I was so angry at listening. Mm -hmm. It's a nuisance. Yes, Like, it I'm is. at a bar. Like, check, 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 check. Also, like, talk about amateur hour. They're yeah. doing sound check in front of an audience? Yes. Oh we should have done this at 5 o'clock. Yes. When the servers were like... Rolling silverware and, you know, mm -hmm. getting their stations ready. Yeah. Annoy them, not paying customers. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> anyway, hot right. start. Hot start. That's a hot three minutes to the show, Liz. But you still need to tell me what's going on with your wrist thumb area and why it's all taped up. Okay. You need to stop judging. All Actually, I'm go not ahead. judging. You no, you're making fun of my hat falling off. You're <laughs> I look like a hot mess. I know. <laughs> uh, do you really want to know what happened here? Of course I do. I drilled a hole in my hand. <gasps> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. How painful was that? Uh, I honestly, I was saying to my kids, I don't recall feeling anything more painful in my life. Wow. It was, it was, uh, I, I, I threw up. I almost. Oh my God. In. Yeah. I learned two things. One, I would be a terrible surgeon mm -hmm. and a, the worst soldier ever. <laughs> <laughs> on the battlefield. I mean, I got a, like, a, a, I brush up against a cactus and get right. a scratch. Well, ghost, man down, man down. Like, dude. Wow. Oh, my God. Did yeah. you go to the hospital, I hope? No, I did no? not. No. I looked at it, and that's what made me throw up, because it was, it was, I was seeing, I don't know, I don't know how 
detailed I should get here, but um, I'm, I'm looking your insides at, were coming out. Well, <laughs> I, I could see, I could see flesh. Yeah, that was like red flesh yeah. like, after the bleeding. Like, mm-hmm. and you can kind of move around, and you're looking in. It's fascinating, and I caught myself mesmerized by it. And that's when I was like, "I'm going to throw up now." Were you home alone when it happened, or was Leslie here? Everyone was here. Everyone was yeah, here. Did I the kids see it? No, no one wants to look at it. I mean, right. I came in the house, is bleeding, okay. and all that. So, so it's a puncture. I looked up punctures and what's the diameter and depth before you have to go to the hospital. And I have a personal rule: I don't go to the hospital if a puncture or uh, if I need. Two stitches, mm-hmm. I can manage without those two stitches. Okay. If I need three, I think maybe we should mm-hmm. consider going. This coming from the guy that had an emergency appointment with his doctor for a <laughs> non-tumor tumor. <laughs> yeah. I'm feeling it, right? It's but still there. you drill good. a hole in your hand, you're like, I'm good. Just give me some gauze. <laughs> yeah, well, I thought, you know, there's really two things you have to do. Keep it clean mm-hmm. and keep it covered. So that's what I've been doing three times a day. I just put this... I take that iodine, mm-hmm. you know, I put that on just like at the doctor's office. I run it underwater, clean it out. Is it or, still painful? Uh, yeah, yeah you, the bandage always sticks to it a little bit. Okay. I have to run it underwater. But uh, we're on day five, and it's, wow. it's uh, fill in. It's, it's looking better. <laughs> Is it going to be like like a gnarly little scar there? I don't know. I hope so. Yeah, it's, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a war wound. Yes. Like when people look at my knee, I go, Moab 2022. <laughs> I know Dan has a scar across his eyebrow from getting uh, hit by a golf ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My sister has, we, she has like a bump on her forehead. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's very subtle. She can put her hair over it. And we only know it's there because we were there to see it mm-hmm. born into her. But remember the lawn darts were replaced by the lawn. Like it had a heavy end to yes. it. You know, uh, probably like a little piece of cement. Mm-hmm. Wrapped up, but you throw those, right? So, yeah. So instead of like a dart, now you're just throwing blunt objects, right? <laughs> Weighted objects, yes, way safer. Mm-hmm. So uh, we were playing lawn or this lawn game uh, at Merrill Park during the Concord Summer, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Parks and Rec program, and this kid had thrown the thing. My sister wasn't paying attention. Just bam, right in the face, right in the head. Oh man! <laughs> oh. And I don't know what happened. Like her, her skull, like calcified or something. And she's got like a a lump there from. She, I'm talking about it because it's funny. Like we talk about right. her, like her unicorn bump. And like, I was just yeah. going to say she's like a narwhal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, if you saw her, you wouldn't even notice it. Gotcha. But we, you know, like I have a scar here from when my brother put a shovel in my head when we were kids. Mm. Like no one knows, but you know, like yeah. he sees it. He's like, hey, I put that there. I don't have any scars. Yeah. Conquered driveway shoveling. 1987. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, that is a good story though. Yeah. Can we take the um, focus and spotlight off me and of put course. it on you for a second? Why not? What's going on with you? You're a mom on the brink of a school vacation. I'm <gasps> curious as to, uh, I would like to share some notes on like what you've got planned because we need to do some things. Yeah. I have no idea what to do. Yeah, so I will tell you I've got nothing planned, <laughs> one, except that Will will be doing um, driver's ed next week online, Monday through Friday. Wait, stop. Mm-hmm. This is bullshit. I'm old cranky man, right? Where's that shirt? <laughs> what the fuck is up with everything online? Yeah, he could have. I wasn't early enough to to book him into the classroom mm-hmm. one. So then I found another one that's online, which is fine. It saves me from having to get him out of bed and drive him somewhere in the morning. But So is it interactive? There's a... 
Oh yeah, Zoom, it's like a like, Zoom instruction. Zoom yeah. instruction. Yeah. I actually did uh, an online class. It was only offered online in um, when I got my master's degree, and I thought, oh, this is stupid. And they're making it only be online. Like the, mm-hmm. the professor was in California. Oh, okay. And, and so he's remotely doing this course, but there's a lot of components to it. And uh, interestingly enough, I actually enjoyed it. There was a lot oh. of. So I wonder if the drivers had they pull stuff out of you like you have to submit things There's yeah like i have no conversation idea group yeah chats and breakouts things. and things like that so i i don't know I, we just have to check this box he needs to take driver's ed before he can get his permit which isn't until june but so that's what he's doing mm-hmm. next week and i have zero planned for avery and brady which is going to be rough because i'm super busy at work and yeah. i'm just gonna have to hope that they get invited places by friends <laughs> What about Dan? What's Dan up to? Um, probably yelling at them to be quiet because I'm in meetings. <laughs> yeah, and he's working from home too, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what are you guys doing? Are you going to go to the Cape? That's an option. Yeah. I don't know. Um, we have a dog. We're, we're watching the dog. Remember the dog? Oh, yes. Escaped? Yeah. He will not escape this time. <laughs> oh, no. So he's back? Archie's back? Yeah, Archie's coming back this week. Yeah, we got him for a week. Our neighbors are going... Um, to Paris, Dubai, and Egypt. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Wait, is is this just a couple trip or a family trip or like what is what is this? It's it's the family. Yeah. It's, it's what How old do. are their kids? Uh, high school and okay, middle school. Wow. Yeah. That's a very exotic trip. Oh, it's beautiful. It's wonderful. Wow. Yeah. How long are they going for? Oh, I don't know, like a week and a half, maybe. It's a nine-day vacation, right? They kinda, I guess, they, but they still, some, like, to go to all the way to Egypt and Dubai? Yeah, they have some family out there. Okay. So, so there's, uh, I guess, it's different, right, when you True. have to keep in touch with yeah. your kinship. Yes. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, I picked the kid up yesterday from school, and I said, do you realize that the far, do you know how far east, I mean, yeah, how far east I've traveled? And he goes, no. I go, Cape Cod. <laughs> I've never been... <laughs> Farther east of Cape Cod. Oh, my God. That's wild. I feel like February vacation always sneaks up on me because it's so soon. It Mm -hmm. feels like after winter vacation. So I never plan anything. And then my kids complain that people are going to Dubai and Egypt and Aruba and the Bahamas. And I'm like, you could go to Waltham and visit your grandfather. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you could help. Right. You need some help. Exactly. uh, Icing the drama. I know. And then I feel guilty. Like I just had this moment last night where I was, cause I've been so busy at work. And then at the end of the day, I'm like really depleted and exhausted. And I feel like I'm not very present for my family. And it's starting to feel really guilty about that, especially you are. yeah, coming up with, you know, on the heels of vacation coming up and I have yeah. nothing planned for my children. And I'm like, am I just like this hamster on a wheel, just going, going, going and just getting through every day. And I'm going to wake up one day and be like, Jesus, what have I done except sit in meetings and work all day? And my kids are starting to feel it. Like Avery will ask me, oh, you know, can we go to the store today, mom? I want to get some snacks for school. And I'm like, I can't. I'm in meetings until 630. And she's like, I hate your job. Your job is so stupid. All you do is sit in meetings all day. And I was like, well, how do you think we pay for things around here? You know, we got to work. And Mm -hmm. I think that she's very, she's getting a little resentful of how much I work. I got the solution. If mm-hmm. Avery brings this up again and you're in a meeting, mm-hmm. okay, you just you just do that, you know, one moment, Avery, okay, and you say, look, if you want to talk about this, you'll have to schedule a meeting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then just ping her. Yes. With a, 
<laughs> on her Outlook calendar. I'm sure she has one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's tough. And then well, we were having this, I was having a conversation actually with my two direct reports at work the other day, how this, like gen- our generation of kids, they don't need to earn money in the traditional way we've earned money. They're, they see all these alternative ways of making money with influencers and TikTok, you know, this whole thing. Like my, one of my direct reports, her daughter was hit up on Instagram by a couple of bikini companies to basically wear their bikinis and tag them in her photos. And she's, Jenny's like, she just gets passive income. You know, she, she takes the photos, posts them, tags them, and then they give her money. Where are these photos? (laughs) Where are they? (laughs) So, but you know what I mean? Like that's the generation we're raising is, you know, if you can get enough followers on social media, companies will pay you to promote their products. You don't have to get an after-school job at Starbucks or whatever. You can wear bikinis, you know? So well, it's not just, everyone. Some, not everyone. Yeah. But, like, it's just, you know, not the way we grew up, basically, is what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, uh, when I was, I was a hustler when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. When it snowed, me and... Jamie Lang, I mean, he was a guy who was a, a, a two year, a year older, and he and I were just so passionate about getting the money. Yeah. And if it snowed, we were up like just like it was school day. Mm-hmm. You know, most kids are like school. You know, me and Jamie were like shovels. It was a phone call. One of us would call the other like mm-hmm. six in the morning. I'm like we got to go. People need to get to work. It's like yep. And we get out ten bucks a driveway. There were short driveways. Wow. And we'd bang out and make like a hundred dollars. Yeah. Two kids. That's huge. Eight and nine years old making a hundred dollars in two hours time. Mm-hmm. Incredible. You were flush. Yeah. And then <laughs> I go piss that money away, hun. Candy and, and yeah. my sticker collection because yes. those are cool. <laughs> I know. Scratch and sniff stickers. <laughs> mm-hmm. I had those. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I forgot what I was gonna say. Well, can I go? Um, yeah, we just hit that moment where I, I, I wanted. To, I was gonna go in a couple different directions, but I was intrigued by your. My <laughs> <story>. rant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have no agenda today. We don't. Um. So Dan and I are watching <laughs> 1883 which is the pre-prequel to Yellowstone. And I don't know, have you watched any of that? No, but do I have to? Should I? It's good. Okay. I actually like 1883 better, dare I say, than Yellowstone, with the exception that Yellowstone, um, Cole Hauser's character in Yellowstone is this like a totally badass cowboy rip. He's awesome. Anyway. Wait, what's a cowboy rip? No, his name is Rip. Oh, I'm like... <laughs> He's a cowboy, okay. and his name is Rip. Um, so anyway, I was hesitant to watch 1883 because I'm not super into period pieces. You know, there's no electricity. The people are dirty. You can smell them through the TV, like the whole thing. But I heard it was really good. The other thing that I was a little hesitant about was Faith Hill and Tim McGraw are starring in the show, which I thought was kind of odd because they're not to my knowledge, known for their acting, right? They're country singers. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're awesome. Especially Tim McGraw. Plays a total badass. Really? He's fantastic. But the one thing that Dan and I do laugh about is that, so again, 1883, they're on the Oregon Trail, leaving Texas, heading to presumably Oregon. A disaster ensues. Every single episode, there's a catastrophe because, you know, life's a little rough on the trail. Sure. Um, so they're dirty yeah. They, the women have hairy armpits, blah, blah, blah. But we laugh 
that there must be teeth whitening at every trading post oh, yeah. along the Oregon Trail because Tim McGraw and Faith Hill and the actress that plays their daughter, Glowing. gleaming white teeth. Isn't that a funny <laughs> oversight? Because yes. on set, if, if I'm not mistaken, they have someone who's a continuity uh, advisor. Right. Like, for example, if uh, you and I were in a diner, right, in the old, and it's a... It's an 80s setting, mm-hmm. right? We're in a diner, we're having, and I'm smoking a cigarette, right? It's cutting back and forth. You can't have, like, a long cigarette, and then after six takes, that thing burned down. Right. And then you see the movie, and the thing's, like, a little mm-hmm. stuff, and I'm still smoking. Like, right. There's someone that actually does it. I'm surprised someone didn't go, huh, there's something funny about this. Yeah, like, and the, the cow- like, the other kind of supporting cast, mm-hmm. Cowboys, they don't look like they've had dental work. Like they took the time to maybe like yellow up their teeth, but nobody wants to see Faith Hill smiling and looking like she's a meth addict. So she still has like her perfectly beautiful white teeth. That's funny because I I just feel like she's not committing. It's it to well the role. yeah no I know but because you know who would do that is all like good actresses like name an actress like that. Who really put them out, stuff out there? Who was a Charlie Theron? Yes, that's the one I was thinking. I mean, if you want <laughs> yes. to talk about, it, I mean, she puts on weight. She's a poster she, like, child oh. for yeah. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, you can say, oh, that person cleans up really well. She can like dress it down incredibly to mm-hmm. a completely other person. Yeah, and she's a great actress. Yes. Oh, you know who else is in the show? Sam Elliott. Who? Yeah. Nice. I would say mustache Hall of Fame along with Tom Selleck and Burt Reynolds. Yes, and he's got a great voice. Yes, that guy. I don't know. Who would you rather narrate your voice? Morgan Freeman or Sam Elliott? Oof. Depends on what you're going for. I find Morgan Freeman to be very soothing. Um, but Sam Elliott's a little bit more badass, I feel like. <laughs> if, if you are embarking on something cerebral. Mm. Yes. Something, something calculating. Uh, or you're doing something uh, for the greater good of mm-hmm. humanity. Or you're... Uh, doing a um, person versus self conflict in your head. Mm-hmm. What am I? How? Where am I going to come? That's Morgan Freeman. Yeah. If you got to beat the shit out of that guy right? down the street, yes, because <laughs> he's getting fresh with your daughter. Oh, Sam mm-hmm. Elliott. Mm-hmm. Sam Elliott's got your back. Yep. Yeah. Man's got to do what a man does. <laughs> You're not a pussy, are you, Rick? <laughs> Let's go get him. And he was in Roadhouse, which we talked about a couple weeks ago. Yeah. As well. He's also in Mask. Oh, that's right. Which was a movie on high rotation in the Fink household when we were kids. Was it? My sister and I loved that movie. Rocky Did you find it sad? Yeah, I mean, I think it was the first time I saw a movie where I was like, I fell in love with a human being for who, like, like... Just that empathy. Mm. Like, this freaking kid. Yeah. I couldn't imagine growing up like him. And uh, what a heartwarming personality, you know? Yes. Yep. Eric Stoltz has, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever happened to Eric Stoltz? I don't post know. Post 1989. Yeah. What was he in? I don't know. Eric Stoltz. There's funny obscure actors. Like, uh, mm-hmm. I was watching a movie the other day with Tom Skerritt. I'm like, is that Tom oh. Skerritt from Top Gun? <laughs> um, or my girlfriends and I are always obsessed with um, you know Jake Ryan from Sixteen Candles. He played the yes. hot guy. Oh, for crazy! Do you think I would watch that? I don't know. I feel like it's a staple of it is. Uh, of growing up. You have to watch. It's a John Hughes movie. Like you have to watch it. It is, but it's Molly Ringwald and John Cryer. No, not John Cryer. No. Mm-mm. What's that one? Oh, um, that's Pretty in Pink. Yes, Molly Ringwald and Anthony Michael. Oh, Hall. that's right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Jake Ryan. Hot guy 
I think he's like an accountant in Pennsylvania or something now. <laughs> really? Yes. I think, I don't think he did anything after that movie. That's so funny. Leslie and I just watched, uh, I'm going to botch up the name and you'll laugh and you'll mm-hmm. me. It won the Academy Awards for everything last year. Everything, everywhere, all, all at once. once yeah. yeah. Saw the movie. I loved it. Absolutely amazing. But Data from Goonies <gasps> That's is like right. the guy. Yes. And like you think, oh, where are they now? Mm-hmm. And I was like, is that, that, no way. And then I said <laughs> to Liz, I'm like, oh, you know, it'd be freaking awesome if, if, you know, a little homage to, to his last role, I think, is if he had a fanny pack. He's wearing a fanny no pack. No way. He's got the whole movie. He's got the fanny pack. That's awesome. little gadgets awesome. in it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, that did not fall, fall you know, mm-hmm. that did not pass me by. Um, and you know who his, uh, his like, uh, agent is? His, uh, a, a Hollywood attorney is Chunk. Oh, that's right. That yes, amazing? I read that. Yeah, yeah, that's a great movie, Goonies. The kid that does the truffle shuffle will be representing me. <laughs> <laughs> great. Yeah. Okay, so we're talking movies. We're talking movies. Can I talk about um, picky eating? Absolutely, because that is the bane of my existence in I my household. I didn't really understand it. My wife... It's not that I'm lazy. It's just, uh, and I bet you're like this too, where Dan can, and be objective about this, mm-hmm. like step back and look at this, look at your household and your situation from that 10,000 foot view. Don't, mm-hmm. get out of your shoes, okay? <laughs> be objective. When Dan is at home, your husband, and he's, you know, taking on a task, maybe he's going to get dinner going, or maybe he's going to clean up some stuff that needed to get moved or whatever. Mm-hmm. Do you just let them do that and stay out? Or do you find yourself not necessarily micromanaging, but throwing a note in there or uh, reminding them about something else or uh, inst- giving an instruction? Do you ever do that? Or, so do, two, or take over? Two things. One, yeah. Dan, unless I'm not home, will never start dinner. <laughs> Two, he's very good about cleaning the kitchen. Like, he's obsessively obsessed about wiping down countertops and oh, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. So have at it, my friend. It's yeah. one less thing I have to do. I just sure. leave the room. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Okay. So that's it. That's it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. I was hoping to uh, commiserate and have a oh. shared experience. Because I... What happens in the Fink household? Well, my wife just does... She's just always doing... Like, she just likes to do stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm doing something and she'll jump in or whatever so i've in large part i used to do the dinner and then she just kind of took it and i was getting remember i've talked about it like not that i was doing the weaponized incompetence but it felt like a chore sometimes and i thought we could you know i'll do wednesdays you do thursdays i'll do friday whatever but mm-hmm. she's just sort of taking it over i totally forgot about my kids and their diets but she went out to dinner last night and she's like you're on for dinner and finding stuff for these mm-hmm. kids to eat was it was it was bullshit and yeah, I, and I was like, uh, "How I I created this? Like I I somehow allowed you to get to the point where um, it's okay to just eat Nutella sandwiches for yes. dinner." <laughs> My son is living on hot dogs. Mm-hmm. How about a vegetable? Eat a vegetable. You know, like we have to make them eat the vegetable. Like you can't leave until, and we're asking them to eat like two carrots. You know, baby carrots. Right, and it's not a tall order. It, it's crazy. Do your kids, will they love something one week and hate it the next week? Because that's what I deal with. Yeah, they've, they've pulled that too. They mm-hmm. want it, they want it, and then they get it, and then they just kind of 
we have too much crap in the house too. I, I, yeah. Like I think there's too much grazing going on. Oh, to- absolutely. Like I don't think my kids eat enough lunch at school. So they go to school, mm-hmm. they, they have breakfast at home. Supposedly they eat lunch at school, but they either don't like it so they don't eat it or they don't have time to finish it or whatnot. So they come home and it's just, they're like raccoons just scavenging for food. And so there's just constant snacking. So they're just raccoons in your cabinets. It, yes. Just on the counter. Just, yeah. yeah. And then they they do this lovely thing where they will finish a box of something and then put the empty box back in yeah. the pantry. I used to do that. It, it, <laughs> you can't be helped. Right. There's things that kids do and I'm like, I can't get mad at that. Like, <laughs> I know what you're doing. You're just, you're too hungry. You're just. You're, right. What kind of food do the kids graze on when they, what would you provide? Well, there's an endless supply of, you know, tortilla chips, pretzels. Just tortilla, not like Doritos or anything? No. Um, but then, you know, we've got Oreos, um, fudge stripe cookies, wheat thins. You have? We, I mean, we have, yeah. We have okay. uh, just junk. Junk yeah. upon junk upon junk. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so they'll just, I mean, <laughs> I made the mistake of buying, you know, the Hostess um, little white, the powdered donuts that come in like the bag? Mm-hmm. So I bought those. I was like, oh, the kids can have that on the weekend for Pow- breakfast. Powder everywhere. <laughs> Well, Brady basic. He took a bowl yeah. out of the cabinet, dumped maybe eight powdered donuts into the bowl, then took the bowl downstairs so he could eat the donuts while he played Xbox. Nice. I mean, how fucking disgusting is that? It's great. <laughs> like these aren't. This isn't like a three o'clock snack, dude. Like this is supposed to be for breakfast. I think that's what your uh, summer, uh, your uh, February vacation is going to look like. Completely. It's Completely. Be video games. Yeah. Pajamas. Bowls of donuts. Yeah. I also don't, I don't police food in my house. I don't believe in policing food. I don't believe that you have to earn dessert. I don't, I just yeah. don't. Um, Cause it's the thing that, that there are a few things in life that people can control. Right. And food is one of them. And if my kids, I can't force them to eat and I'm not going to make it an issue and I'm not going to make it something that is rewarded or punished. Cause mm-hmm. I just think that that's not the right thing to do. Yeah. Um, it frustrates the hell out of Dan. And I'm like, you just need to let it go. You, you have to let it go. You are not going to win this battle. So he, if it was left to his devices, he would, he would take the road of, you're not getting up from the table until your peas are gone. Or Correct. Like that. Okay. Yeah. Old school. Old school. That's the way I was. Yeah. I mean, I remember being up at night, like an hour past my bedtime, falling asleep at the table. And it's like, all right, go to bed. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I won. And like, what did you get out of that? Like, yeah. I mean, you know, it's just, it's, Silly to me. Yeah. I'll follow my sword for something else. Yeah. Yeah. Pick your, pick your bag. Exactly. Exactly. Do you feel bad that you, um, is it bad that I let my kid eat a hot dog for dinner every night? No. No? He's not malnourished. He's still growing. He's not? Yeah. But you know, in the right way. I, I mean, mean, he gets vitamins, right? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't see a lot I mean, of vitamin A and yeah. B12. I mean, all you can dog. do is provide options. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And I mean, set a good example. We sneak, so. we sneak stuff into them. But yeah. we, we haven't been having those sit-down dinners lately because we're letting life get ahead of us. Yeah. We do try <clears throat> to do family dinners most nights. But um, but if there's something, like last night, I wanted salmon. My kids aren't going to eat salmon, so I made it just for Dan and I, and the kids had something else. So, um, But my kids, well, really just Brady. He's at the point where he'll make his own dinner. Like he said to me at five fifteen yesterday, he said, "I'm really hungry, mom. Can I make that the mac and cheese that's in the cabinet?" I said, "Sure, go ahead." Nice. And he makes it and he cleans it up. Wow. So Will, on the other hand, can't even toast a bagel. But 
So he lives off cereal. So he... Cereal for dinner. That's happened here too. We've never done cereal for dinner, but I did make Avery a tuna sandwich for dinner the other night. Because she just... That's fine. Which Yeah, I went through a list because she's the one that will love something one week and hate it the next week. So I went through five different things that we had in the house that she used to eat and now she doesn't. And I said, I'm just going to make you a tuna sandwich. She said, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Last night I just had to make uh, the hot dogs and the mac and cheese. And and that's that's all I make Mm -hmm. when it's like a, I don't know. Okay. Let's, let's test our picky eater. Ooh. Um, I got a quiz here. Mm-hmm. And it comes in the form of would you rather. Oh. Which is great. I right? love this. Those games can get pretty mm-hmm. pretty intense, pretty <laughs> philosophical. <laughs> would you rather order chicken fingers with fries or buttered spaghetti? I like chicken fingers and fries. You? you? Yeah. This is compelling um, <laughs> podcasting. So you at 84%, one point. Seven million voters. Uh, this is on BuzzFeed, by the oh, way. Oh, of course. I this. thought when you re- when we were going through a would you rather, I thought it was going to be like, would you rather have chocolate-covered cockroaches or petrified beetle dung? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe, th- yeah, that would be more fun. Right? Like a fear factor. If I was prepared. Okay, yeah. you know, fuck that. We're, we took this idea from BuzzFeed <laughs> and we made it cool. Let's do this. You ready? Let's go back and forth. Let's get, let's get, let's get, get dirty. Yeah. Liz. <laughs> Would you rather eat a cow eyeball mm-hmm. or a cow testicle? Boom. I just pulled that one out of my ass, and that one is great. I'm going to go with testicle. Ah, I do it. Because I feel like <laughs> it might be more palatable texture-wise. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Would it? I don't know. I feel like an eyeball is going to be all slimy and have stuff attached to it. Yeah, ah. But you can cook it. <laughs> Oh, I can cook it? Oh, yeah, yeah. You're not eating this raw. Oh. You're not just, like, biting it off oh, now. Like an animal. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm going to stick with testicle. Testicle. Um, okay. okay. Would you rather eat a live cockroach or cow brain? I don't know. <laughs> um, insects are pretty common. I mean, I think we're going to have to I mean, not start in eat- a civilized country yeah no in, in the future i think insects are going to be a great source of protein because i mean what else we don't have like when we run out of chickens yeah we're never going to run out of chickens there's uh, billions of them yeah yeah but there's, there's <laughs> billions of people that are just, there's just too many humans like mm-hmm. event, like a thousand years from now there's gonna be too many humans and we won't have any room for chickens we'll just have to eat the bugs I mean, I'm, I'm not going to have to worry about I'm that. I'm going to the cockroach. I've actually eaten grasshoppers before. Like live? At a, yeah, at a Mexican restaurant. No, no, not live. Oh. No. And I, yeah. Um, and at a zoo, I, I bought a bag of, um, <clears throat> what were they, uh, salted crickets or something. They were like oh, yeah. dried up crickets and like, they didn't even look, they just, they look like chips almost. They're mm-hmm. just, you know, they didn't I'm really super look. grossed out by bugs. Yeah. Like, even if there's like a gross spider in my house, just disgusts me. Mm-hmm. Nothing else really bothers me. Like snakes don't bother me. Mm-hmm. Mice don't bother me. Bugs really bother me. Just the thought of like, even if it was covered in salted caramel, I don't think I could do it. Okay. So. On a skewer <laughs> over open flame, right? That's it. Mm-hmm. Would you rather eat a tarantula 
or monkey testicle. Monkey testicle. <laughs> Are you just gonna, you're just going to make me say I want to eat testicles. <laughs> you're, every example, you're going to make me choose the testicle. Balls. <laughs> okay, so if you're keeping skirt holes, two, two balls. Testicles. <laughs> There's, I don't have any room for more. <laughs> we'll see about that. Would you rather? Okay. Oh, right, my well, God. You, that was great. Want to do one more? Yeah, you might have to come up with it, though. I'm like, my brain is fried right now. Yeah, mine is fried. Actually, that was a good one. Let's yes. just end on that. Yes, okay. let's end with two testicles in my mouth. Okay. <laughs> Happy Friday, folks. <laughs> or whenever you're listening to this. Oh, all right, scuttlebuds. I feel like we end each episode with some sexual reference. I think we also uh, start the show <laughs> we like, and then pepper throughout. Yeah, yes. Although today we were pretty well behaved. I think. We were pretty well behaved, yeah, which we didn't, we, why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The wheels had to come off at the end. Yeah, I, I know. I felt like we weren't living up to our expectations. I know. All right, Scuttlebuzz, thanks for listening. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Small Town Scuttlebutt and send us a note, smalltownscuttlebutt at gmail.com. See ya.